You're now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast, your daily podcast for sports card news and opinions. What's up, everybody? My name is Adam. I am your host. You can follow me on Instagram. That's Heroes for Sale and on TikTok, Heroes for Sale. Now, on today's episode, I'm going to be doing the second part of the three-part series talking about some of the cards that have to do with the Jordan documentary that's coming out on Sunday. So the second set, uh, yesterday, on yesterday's episode, I talked about the 86 Fleer set. This one is also Fleer, but it's the 88 Fleer set. So from the documentary, basically, you've got Dennis Rodman and you got Scottie Pippen. So I'm looking at uh, Com C right now, and I'm looking at the base raw cards of these. And for Scottie Pippen, you're looking at about 90, it looks like about 100, so 99, 85. And then for Dennis Rodman, you're looking at about 128, 75 for the raw now the the thing about these cards that i think makes them makes the psa 10s extremely hard to find and makes them very valuable i mean you'll you'll never see a card that's the same price as the jordan but like uh, in the documentary i have a i have a pretty strong feeling based off of the knowledge that i have about based on the knowledge that I have about sports cards, essentially. and Well, not, not, sorry, not knowledge about sports cards. Knowledge about that time period. Um, what you're going to find is that the Rodman-Pippen aspect of that team was very important. Like, they, Rodman has his own 30 for 30 documentary that I, I don't know if it's on Netflix or not, but it is one of the better documentaries that I've seen, honestly, of... Um, of the past few years. It came out over the summer, I think. So I'm looking at the PSA numbers for the Rodman. There's only 198 PSA 10s, and then for Pippen, there are 216. So it's extremely hard to find these in PSA 10s. I mean, there aren't that many that are selling. I mean, even the 9s now. Like, So over the summer, I was actually... Uh, I had been looking into some of these cards, kind of, because... I don't remember if they had announced the documentary or not, but I was looking into the Rodman card because of the documentary, and I had uh, been looking into some of the players, like the individual players that had specific uh, car. Sorry, that had specific thirty for thirty documentaries. So like, there's like the Brian Bos- Bosworth, um, there's like Bo Jackson, there's Deion Sanders, and Dennis Rodman was one of the ones that was coming out. So like, over the summer, these cards for a PSA ten were like four fifty. And back then, I was like, wow, that's, I mean, those are pretty crazy. And I, I, I looked into it, and I'm not exactly sure. If I had to guess, it's because of the full border design on these cards made it probably harder to get, um, probably harder to get a 10, just because of the, the way that the borders were cut. I'm imagining it's similar with, like, the Fleer Jordan cards. Uh, the borders are a pretty big, pretty big aspect of these cards and why they're harder to harder to grade and harder to get 10s, but, like, both of them were in the 450-500 range, but, I mean, if anybody's been looking into these cards, you know, like, these, even the PSA 9s now are in, like, that, they're, like, almost in the same range there now, like, the PSA 9s, like, the PSA 10s are in the, like, 900 to 1,000 range the last time that I checked, Um, and, I mean, it's, I I think they're gonna, the Scottie Pippen, I mean, Scottie Pippen is, like, the, the Robin to Jordan's Batman, essentially, like in in his career and throughout, like basically his time with the Bulls. I mean, once he left the Bulls, obviously he didn't win any more championships. But like throughout Jordan's career, Pippen was always one of those guys that was like right along, right on his side, like always right there. 
Rodman came in later on. Like Rodman started out his career uh, on the Pistons, and he won a championship with the Pistons, I believe. Won Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, you know, I mean, Rodman, he is one of the more interesting players in the history of basketball. Like, just such, like, an individual and, like, literally only, I mean, at least I think, it almost, you know, he he, very, he seems very much like a, um, like an Andy Kaufman type of player, like a Andy Kaufman type character. Like, he, he's so himself that he almost, it almost feels like he's putting on, like, a show for everybody. And he wants to see what, how, what's the most ridiculous thing he can get. Uh, that he can get away with, basically. And so, you know, Rodman, obviously one of the most iconic players of all time. So those are a couple reasons why those cards are so expensive. And I mean, with this documentary especially, you're, I think you're going to see, if you had been buying these cards even three, four weeks ago, I, you probably saw some crazy returns on these cards now. Because even the raw version of them, like I'm looking at Comp C, there's only two of each of them that are even available. Uh, Jordan, there's also a Jordan card in the set. I think that would have been Jordan's third year card. So, you know, the value of it isn't super crazy. Like, you know, PSA 10, um, has gone up in value the same way that his 86 Fleer Jordan has gone up in value. But like percentage wise, it's not, uh, the, it's the third year, right? 86, 87, 88. Yeah, 88. So that'd be, that'd be the third year Jordan, which it's still kind of in that Pippin-Rodman range. Um, I mean, I also think the design is very cool. Like, I think that it's one of the better Fleer designs that they've had and one of the better basketball designs that's very, very simple but, like, has a lot of, like, character to it because of the colors that were used. Uh, and an interesting thing that I saw on Twitter uh, that the Pippin card actually has a... They misspelt his last name on the back of the card, uh, so I don't know if that changes really the value because all I think all the cards are uh, they have the wrong last name. So that's just an interesting little fun fact that I saw on Twitter. Sorry for again, it's, I think this might be the second day in a row that I saw something on Twitter and I forgot to be about to forgot to uh, credit. Actually, let me see. Maybe I can go and find it really quickly while I'm still kind of talking here. So. I mean, other than those two cards for that set, you can also find a lot of the 86 Fleer guys in this set as well. And I think it's it's a pretty cool design. So, like, if you're looking for, looking for like, a cool uh, cool 80s, 80s set to look into for some players, I think this would definitely be one. But the 86 Fleer set itself, I think, is extremely underrated, uh, not just because it has the the Pippen and the Rodman, but it has two other very high-profile rookies in it. Um, it has the John Stockton rookie, and it has the Reg Reggie Miller rookie. And, I mean, John Stockton is kind of in that same boat with Karl Malone, where he's one of the best players at his position of all time, but he never really... they, they were th That team was never able to put it together to win a championship, unfortunately. So, you know... Stockton, although he, like I said, he is one of the best. Oh, here it is. Uh, PSA 10 Collector was the one that said that the Pippin cards have his name misspelled on the back. Uh, it's Pippin with an I-N, not E-N. So kind of an interesting little tidbit about that card there. But so, so Stockton, like I said, he's one of those players that had such a legendary career and one is one of the best point guards of all time, one of the best scoring and passing point guards. 
uh, but just never was able to win a championship. But that his his rookie comes from that set as well. Now, Reggie Miller. Um, I don't know really what else there is to say about Reggie Miller. I mean, he's he's another guy. He's on TV. Uh, he's on. I think he's either on ESPN or he's on TNT as a uh, in-game announcer. So like that's one thing that I like about him. He one of the best shooters of all time for sure. And I mean, he has that iconic. He has the iconic um, sequence where he scored like I think it was. 10 points or something in 30 seconds uh and then he has the thing where he did the choke motion towards uh towards spike lee at the garden i mean that's another extremely iconic moment and especially the fact that it happened at the garden in fact it happened with spike lee i think you look at that and i mean that really that's an iconic moment in basketball history um now who are some other? I'm looking at some other cards. I mean, the Celtics and Lakers cards are pretty awesome. So, sorry, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the Reggie Miller set. But so, this is one of the sets that I sort of was talking about when I mentioned um, old sets that I think could make a comeback because of this Jordan documentary. Um, I think people are gonna look at this '88 Fleer set, and I think the the talent, like if you were to take away Jordan out of that 86 Fleer set, these two sets I think would go up against each other as two, probably of two of the best basketball sets of all time. Like I still think maybe, maybe the 03 set for uh, tops is probably a little bit better than this one just because it has LeBron, you know, it's got D Wade. Uh, I think even think maybe Carmelo, but I think the fact that when you have that like top, top player in the set, it kind of brings up the level a little bit. But so, like, if you were to, of the 80s, I mean, of the 80s, I think 100%, this, this 88 and then the 86 are probably the top two sets from the from that era. Um, and then, I, I, you know, I, I've, I've talked about the top sets that I think there are, but, like, I think also the 2018 and maybe 2019 set are eventually going to rival some of these other, uh, some of these other legendary sets because of the talent that we've seen come out of kind of these, those, these past two years for basketball. But so if you were to take away Jordan from that 86 set, I think the 88 Fleer set is probably, it's very close. You know, I mean, I guess without Jordan, then you got to say without Pippen. I don't know. You know, I'm, 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 I'm making the decision here to say without Jordan in that, in that Fleer set, these cards are very similar. Another card that is, uh, has an iconic photo is the 88 Fleer, looks like it's an 88 Fleer sticker for Jordan. It has, like, him going through the lane. It has, like, a full-body image, which I think is really cool. Uh, I'm on Com C, actually, and I'm looking at some of the other... You know, I think Stockton here is a PSA 8 that's going for, like, 30. Like I said, some of those 88 Fleer players. There's Wilkins here. I think you probably can find a... There's probably a bird card in this set. Uh, There's a Magic card in this set. Magic Johnson, Danny Ainge. I don't know if that's a rookie for Danny Ainge or not. There's a Byron Scott. These are Ron Harper, um, Kevin Willis, Eric Floyd, Kevin uh, Duckworth. That's pretty, that's a fun, fun name. Spud Webb, I don't know if that's his rookie card, but there's a PSA 10 of that one on Com C. But so this second set that I have, I think is going to be eventually once, and the other kind of thing I want to preference here, sorry, I'm going to, once the documentary comes out, I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure what's going to happen here. So I don't know if 
because what happened with Zion that I thought was interesting, and I know it's kind of not exactly the same comparison, but like with Zion, he the buildup of him being injured and then coming back, like he his cards went from like forty to seventy the night that he came back, the bra cards, and then they went up to about a hundred, and they kind of sat in that eighty to a hundred range, but so. I thought they were going to top out once he came back. I didn't, I guess I kind of did think that there was a potential that if he won like rookie of the year, they would continue to go up. So how I'm comparing that with this Fleer set, I'm not sure exactly when these cards are going to peak out, but I am a little bit nervous about some of the Jordan cards not having as much value after, after the documentary is over. Uh, so and, you know, I guess selling-wise, I have been sort of – I've been wrong about – like, I've been right about the cards going up, but I've been wrong about what I think the prices will go to and then when is the correct time to sell the cards. So that's where I think this will be an interesting um, – this is going to be an interesting time for me at least to see kind of – I think I'm going to try and make a prediction once the documentary – like probably the day or two before the documentary. I'm gonna, in my head, I'm going to try and make a determination of when I think. Because I, – I, you know, the, the thing that I think is going to happen is I think that – I think they're the, with it being a 10-part documentary, the way that I think they're going to break it down is they're going to be the, – there's probably going to be five of the 10 episodes are going to be about Jordan. I'd say then probably one of them will be – one of them will be about Phil Jackson. One of them will be about Pippen. One of them will be about Rodman. One of them will be about Steve Kerr's shot, which I think will be towards the end. Um, and then I think they're going to spend some time on some bench players. So I haven't really looked into the bench players' cards themselves, but I think in in my head, the way that I, if I were making this documentary, that's how I would do it. Um, so I think that's one thing to look into, like when the player who you have the cards of is going to be the lead character in the documentary is probably when you're going to see the cards reach the probably the potential peak of how much they're going to be um i think one thing that i found interesting that i'm not going to put out on uh instagram and that i put out on twitter but i i bought two steve i bought four steve kerr cards but i think actually i put this out on instagram i'm not 100 percent sure but the steve kerr cards i bought four of them for around 60 cents a piece i sold one of them for 10 and then i sold one of them for eight like so that's insane because like, I can't even believe that happened. And I'm going to be talking about those cards in the next pot. Shoot, I should have actually. I kind of just buried the lead a little bit there. You know, it's not a big deal. But I, I sold those cards. I just thought it was interesting and I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. I sold it on Com C. And I have a PSA 10, actually, of the – sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on to the next, uh, next point that I have here. So this 88 Fleer set. You know, I was looking at boxes of it, and it's obviously not as expensive. The boxes aren't as expensive as the 86 Fleer set, but they are fairly expensive. Um, and that was one thing I was a little bit surprised by, but at the same time, like, now I'm seeing what these – I'm seeing the Rodman and the Pippen are going for $100 for a raw version of it, which, like, a, you know, I wouldn't be buying any the, – the cards themselves right now for me are out of my price range, so – I'm also coming at it from a person who wouldn't be buying any of the cards. So I guess that's also something that uh, I, I do want to preference 
by well i guess it wouldn't be a preference because now i'm saying at the end but you know if you're if you've gotten to this point just know that i wouldn't be i wouldn't be buying any of these pippins or rodmans like because over the summer when they were four hundred dollars for a psa 10 that was out of my price range which i now looking back at it i'm sure the psa 9s were probably in the 50 60 70 range like it would have made sense to buy them then we obviously didn't know that there was going to be a documentary back then i think they announced it over the holidays and then they, what the documentary wasn't even supposed to come out until august and they pushed it back so there's been a lot of uh but a lot of stuff that's going on with this documentary like i think the fact that they uh just get ready to sell that's all i'll say i think the fact that they've moved it up i think obviously gives people less time to buy the cards and you know i will probably any of the stuff the jordan stuff that i bought i'll probably be trying to sell it um during the documentary i mean most likely what i'll be doing is i'll be putting up best offers and buy it now so that way uh if there is like a run-up in price that i don't miss it that i don't like miss auctions because i think that's what happened with zion like if i had put if i had done the zion because what i did with the zions was i did a auction a five-day auction and i had it end at the beginning of the game for the pelicans on his debut which I think if, if people remember Zion's debut, he didn't do well in the first half and then went off in the fourth quarter, which is when then you saw like a run-up of his cards. And if I had put the cards at where I thought maybe I could have sold them, there's a chance that I could have sold it at like 100, where I, unfortunately I sold it at 70. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing with these with the Jordan cards that I bought and then some of the other cards that I bought based off the documentary. I'm going to be doing uh, buy-nows and best offers on the cards. I'm not going to be doing auctions. But I mean, that's all I got for this this part of the for this second part of the documentary episode, whatever. Uh, thank you, thank you everyone for listening. Tomorrow on the episode, we are going to be talking about the '89 hoops set, which is the um, an inter- two interesting cards that I have. Two basically the other two main people from the documentary that I haven't talked about. Uh, so it's going to be the Phil Jackson and the Steve Kerr, which the Phil Jackson card is, I think that's going to be a pretty interesting, uh, a pretty interesting take that I have on the Steve Jackson, or, sorry, uh, the Phil Jackson cards for a reason I'm going to get into on tomorrow's episode. So I want to thank everyone for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.